and welcome to the Peaceful Pastures podcast, finding peace in the pastures, spending 10 minutes each day with your shepherd. I am Pastor Daniel Lewig, and this podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministries of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Today begins our next study, our week of study, of Mark's Gospel. For first-time listeners, this podcast studies two chapters of Mark's Gospel for four days each week, listening to the Word, capturing the context, putting yourself in the narrative, and applying the Word to your life. On day one, we let the Word speak. We try not to bring any preconceived pictures or thoughts into our head and just listen to the Word. And as we listen, make a mental or paper note about what struck you or stood out to you, what confused you, what wowed you. And most importantly, allow yourself to listen at the foot of your shepherd. To prepare ourselves to listen to God's Word, we begin with a short prayer. Heavenly Father, these things are written, that we may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing we may have life in his name. Amen. Mark chapters 7 and 8. The Pharisees and some of the experts in the law came from Jerusalem and gathered around Jesus. They saw some of his disciples eating bread with the unclean, with unclean, that is, unwashed hands. In fact, the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they scrub their hands with a fist, holding to the tradition of the elders. When they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they wash. And there are many other traditions they adhere to, such as the washing of cups, pitchers, kettles, and dining couches. The Pharisees and the experts in the law asked Jesus, Why do your disciples not walk according to the tradition of the elders? Instead, they eat bread with unclean hands. He answered them, Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you hypocrites, as it is written. These people honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. They worship me in vain, teaching human rules as if they were doctrines. You abandon God's commandment, but hold to human traditions like the washing of pitchers and cups, and you do many other such things. He continued, You have a fine way of setting aside God's commandment to keep your own tradition. For example, Moses said, Honor your father and your mother, and whoever speaks evil of his father or mother must be put to death. But you say, If a man tells his father or mother, Whatever help you might have received from me is korban, which means an offering then you no longer let him do anything for his father or mother. So you nullify the word of God by your tradition that you have handed down. You do many things like that. He called the crowd to him again and said, Everyone listen to me and understand. There is nothing outside of a man that can make him unclean by going into him. But the things that come out of a man are what make a man unclean. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. After he had left the crowd and entered a house, his disciples asked him about this illustration. He said, Are you lacking in understanding too? Do you not understand that whatever goes into a man from the outside cannot make him unclean? For it does not enter his heart, but goes into his stomach and goes out of him into the latrine, 
In this way, all, all foods are purified. He continued, What comes out of a man, that is what makes a man unclean. In fact, from within, out of people's hearts, come evil thoughts, sexual sins, theft, murder, adultery, greed, wickedness, deceit, unrestrained immorality, envy, slander, arrogance, and foolishness. All these evil things proceed from within and make a person unclean. Jesus got up and went from there to the region of Tyre and Sidon. He entered a house and did not want anyone to know it, but he could not remain hidden. Instead, when a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him, she immediately came and fell down at his feet. This woman was a Greek of Syrophoenician origin. She asked him to drive the demon out of her daughter. Jesus said to her, Let the children be fed first, because it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to their little dogs. Lord, she answered, Their little dogs under the table also eat some of the children's crumbs. Then he said to her, Because of this statement, go. The demon has gone out of your daughter. She went home, found the child lying on the bed, and the demon gone. Jesus left the region of Tyre again and went through Sidon to the Sea of Galilee within the region of the Decapolis. They brought a man to him who was deaf and had a speech impediment. They pleaded with Jesus to place his hand on him. Jesus took him aside in private away from the crowd. He put his fingers into the man's ears. Then he spit and touched the man's tongue. After he looked up to heaven, he sighed and said, Ephatha, which means be opened. Immediately the man's ears were opened, his tongue was set free, and he began to speak plainly. Jesus gave the people strict orders to tell no one, but the more he did so, the more they kept proclaiming it. They were amazed beyond measure and said, He has done everything well. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. In those days when there was again a large crowd and they had nothing to eat, Jesus called his disciples and said to them, I feel compassion for the crowd because they have already stayed with me for three days and do not have anything to eat. If I send them home hungry, they will faint on the way. Some of them have come from a long distance. His disciples replied, where can anyone get enough bread to feed these people here in this deserted place? He asked them, How many loaves do you have? Seven, they said. He commanded the crowd to sit down on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves, gave thanks, and broke them. He gave the pieces to the disciples to distribute to the crowd, and they did so. They also had a few small fish. He blessed them, and said that they should be distributed as well. The people ate and were satisfied. They picked up seven basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. About 4,000 men were there. Then he sent them away. Right after that, Jesus got into the boat with his disciples and went to the region of Dalmanutha. The Pharisees came and began to argue with him. To test him, they asked him for a sign from heaven. He sighed deeply in his spirit and said, 
Why does this generation seek a sign? Amen, I tell you. No such sign will be given to this generation. After he left them and got back into the boat, he crossed to the other side. They had forgotten to take bread along except for one loaf that they had with them in the boat. Watch out, Jesus warned them. Beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and the yeast of Herod. They began discussing with one another the fact that they had no bread. Since Jesus knew this, he said to them, Why are you discussing your lack of bread? Do you still not understand or comprehend? Do you have a hardened heart? You have eyes, do you not see? You have ears, do you not hear? Do you not remember? When I broke the five loaves for the five thousand, how many basketfuls of broken pieces did you pick up? Twelve, they told him. And when I broke the seven loaves for the four thousand, how many basketfuls of broken pieces did you pick up? Seven, they said. He said to them, Do you still not comprehend? They came to Bethsaida, and some people brought him a blind man and begged him to touch him. He took hold of the blind man's hand and led him out of the village. When he had spit on his eyes, he placed his hands on him and asked him, Do you see anything? The man looked up and said, I see people. To me, they look like trees walking. Then Jesus placed his hands on his eyes again. The man opened his eyes and his sight was restored. He could see everything clearly. Jesus sent him home saying, Do not go into the village. Jesus went away with his disciples to the villages of Caesarea Philippi. On the way he asked his disciples, Who do people say that I am? They told him, John the Baptist. Others say Elijah. And still others say one of the prophets. But who do you say I am? He asked them. Peter answered him, You are the Christ. Then he warned them not to tell anyone about him. Jesus began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things, be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the experts in the law, be killed, and after three days rise again. He was speaking plainly to them. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But after turning around and looking at his disciples, Jesus rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan. You do not have your mind set on the things of God, but the things of men. He called the crowd and his disciples together and said to them, If anyone wants to follow me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. After all, what good is it for a man to gain the whole world and yet forfeit his soul? Or what can a man give in exchange for his soul? In fact, whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will also be ashamed of him when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. This wraps up today's podcast. We invite you to join in next time and take the opportunity to share our podcast with someone in your life who could use some peace in the pastures. You can find our podcast on all major podcasting platforms. 
If you have any questions, feel free to contact us at Christ Countryside Wells, W-E-L-S, at yahoo.com. Our podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministry of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Music used with permission from Koine, part of their soundtrack to Oh That the Lord Would Guide My Ways. You can find their music on iTunes and many other online musical stores. Scripture used in this podcast is from the Evangelical Heritage Version, used with permission from the Wartburg Project. This is Pastor Daniel Lewig wishing you God's richest blessings on your day.